0: Okay, well, this isn't a goddamn tourism podcast. This is a goddamn wrestling podcast, all right? Because that's a jizz reference. Did you see Elliot Berger was there? I didn't even know he was wrestling there. Slap me until it pops up out at you. What a fucking insightful and impactful note.
1: And the job.
0: And the job. 1-900-909-9900. God, we're never going to put peanut butter and jelly together, you damn fool. They should have feuded for years. This was great. One man gang took a Hurricane Ronnie, you slut. Not. Not. Because we are cool, yeah. <laughs> I, he might have wanted that to his That is the ass spot that all other ass spots should be judged by. And they pull his pants down again. And he's already got woman! Woman! Woman 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 Woman, woman. Woman, uh, woman, uh. Make a woman uh, out of your wife,
1: woman, uh, slide one in there, Woo! This the year of Duke and Rogue, I'm your host Duke Bags. Kevin Rogue. And he is Kevin Rogue. And we're good friends today, we're going to be talking about... WCW Superbrawl number six. CXCX. This son of a bitch happened on February 11th, 1996. Coming at us from the Bayfront Center in St. Petersburg, Florida. What do you think of them apples?
0: St. Petersburg, Florida. I've never been there. Something tells me that it might be a bit of a dump, but I don't know.
1: It's on the Gulf side.
0: Oh, well, shit, it's probably beautiful then.
1: Oh, that does anything for you.
0: does a lot for me, yeah. You ever been?
1: Uh, yes, yes. Oh,
0: you oh you have? So, I mean, tell me about how beautiful it is.
1: It's pretty beautiful, man. Oh, all right. Uh, lots of water.
0: Okay. On the Gulf. I'm just, I'm, On the Gulf.
1: Uh, people like their fishing in their boats.
0: Okay, well, this isn't a goddamn tourism podcast. This is a goddamn wrestling podcast, all right? Well, you did see wrestling while you were there.
1: You, you asked me, man. <laughs> I think they outlawed wrestling there. I didn't see any.
0: Oh, okay. That's a shame.
1: So the entire world is watching this, according to Tony Schiavone. Um, that
0: must have had great ratings.
1: I, I was reminded that a big part of Tony's gig is plugging how good WCW is.
0: Of course, yeah, they're building they're building up, man.
1: Uh, he's you'll hear him constantly saying, you know, this is the best in the sport. We are the greatest in professional wrestling. Everybody in the world is watching this. Yes. Great, great hype, man.
0: So yeah, now that makes me wonder what the ratings actually were. I wonder how many pay-per-view by Super Bowl six did.
1: Probably six. That would be a probably <laughs> <laughs>
0: It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a pay per view that happened in 1996. When you watch it, it seems like a late 80s pay per view. Oh, yeah, yeah, you
1: thinking like maybe
0: early 90s, maybe like the setting of it, not the wrestling action necessarily, just the setting of it. It looks like an old wrestling pay per view.
1: Yeah, I their production is, is not oh, crap, not yeah. on par, man.
0: Yeah, even in the intro, like the, the vo- they don't have a guy with the voice man, right? They, they need a guy with they, they need a guy with the voice man.
1: No guy with the voice. I made a I made a note about that.
0: Yeah, what did the note say, or is it just a secret?
1: Well, let me just locate it here. Well, let me locate it over uh, here. Voice guy isn't that good. Isn't terrible. Mediocre. <laughs>
0: what a fucking insightful
1: and impactful note what do you got out of the voice guy
0: I'm glad we paused to hear that I just told you they need a guy they don't got a guy the guy that got this is no good they need a different guy
1: I think I I think that he's
0: I think that he is not very good not very bad a little bit mediocre I would say (laughs) (laughs) fuck man
1: these are the kind of takes that... Uh,
0: you won't get anywhere else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. So we got a pair of steel cage matches tonight. We got Flair and yeah. Savage for the title. And then we got Hulk Hogan and the Jaw.
0: And the jaw.
1: So The Dream is back in the booth after an absence. Last episode. Joined by Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brainy. And so four matches were contested on... WCW main event prior to the broadcast.
0: Okay, tell me about those.
1: Oh, uh, we had the Road Warriors defeating Dirty Dick and Buckhouse Buck. Bullshit. And Hugh Morris defeating Chris Cannon.
0: Okay, that's a little bit more believable, I guess.
1: We had uh, Big Bubber and VK Wall Street taking down Craig the Pitbull Pittman and Joey Maggs.
0: <laughs> Joey Maggs and Craig Pittman. <laughs> They're just throwing shit together. That's great. All right, what else you got?
1: And then the fourth and final contest featured Hacksaw Duggan and the Loch Ness following or fighting to a double disqualification.
0: <laughs> that is not a did you were you able to track that down? No. Oh shit, man. If anybody out there is listening and they got footage of Duggan versus Loch Ness at Super Brawl Six, please share it with us. I would love to see it.
1: I mean, it's it's probably not good, man. That's
0: I know. That's why I want to see it.
1: WCW kind of specializes in the so so bad you got to watch it material.
0: Yeah.
1: In '96.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man.
1: So for the second or third show in a row, we're starting off with the Nasty Boys versus the Public Enemy. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. And the Nasties come down. Not the Nasties. Never mind. Reverse that the public enemy they come down right swinging their hands yeah not no no and then they you see like these weird dancing girls around the ring did you see that do you see the dancing girls
1: like around the actual ring
0: yeah there was two of them they were standing like uh, they're inside the barricade but not in the ring like the matted area the ringside area international waters
1: i didn't i didn't make note of the babes
0: Boy, I will see. That's the thing. They weren't babes, and uh-huh. that's the thing. That's the thing. If you're gonna have dancing girls, they have to be attractive dancing girls. That's that's a very important part of having the dancing girls, is, is they have to
1: better uh, be babes.
0: Track. Yeah, they gotta be babes. And then the other thing I saw right after that, did you see Elliot Berger was there? I didn't even know he was a wrestling fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Berger made an appearance.
0: Yeah, he was right there. He's in the audience. The camera kind of pans over him, and there he is. I even paused it. I said, "Shit, it's Elliot Berger, St. Petersburg, Florida, 1996." Probably there cheering on the Hulkster.
1: Man, I'm gonna have to watch this intro again. There's a lot of yeah.
0: He's he's there, man. Trust me, Elliot Berger, just Berging up. It's Bergtown.
1: Elliot Berger. This one's a street fight. If you'll recall, this is... the initial confrontation between these two guys resulted in a. Double disqualification. Referee just couldn't handle it. Threw it out. Yeah, that's, that's not going to be the case this time.
0: Well, no, it's just a continuation of the shit show, the shit show part two between the nasties and the enemy.
1: As Dusty would say, there is going to be a whole lot of clubbering in this one, and he was not wrong.
0: No, not at all. Uh, not. I mean, so going through the match, it was it was ugly. It was a wreck. They didn't move seamlessly through pretty much anything. It was, it was, it was kind of tough to watch a little bit. Like there are certain parts of it that I was like, okay, well, that's, that's interesting. But for the, like, for the most part, the overwhelming majority of this match, it, what my mind always went back to was like at this time period in wrestling, if you get hit by a table, if you get hit by like a trash can or something like that in a regular style match, that's probably gonna knock you out and you're gonna lose, right? If I hit you in a trash, like I sneak in, hit you with a trash can, you go down in a regular match, one, two, three, it's over, right? It's done. But in a street fight, somehow the performers get these mystical powers that they can abstain all this. They can take on all the uh, all the injuries and all the all the foreign objects, they can take all the pain in the street fight. So that was an interesting kind of a thought I had.
1: I thought that was interesting as well. Um this is a it's a shittier shit show than the first one.
0: Yeah, I could, I can buy that.
1: I mean, there's, there's a couple of good spots. Nobody's selling anything, which no. is, you know, goes drives your point home about the foreign objects uh, making Superman out of these guys. Right. Um, early on, Johnny Grunge goes from flying man to the outside, and Knobs throws something at him. Pretty weird looking spot. <laughs> It uh, <laughs> didn't take long for Rocco Rock to retrieve a table.
0: And he went uh, right through that son of a bitch too, didn't he? He took that table.
1: He, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. when well, the fly right boy gets put through the table, we get the first pin attempt of the evening. Yeah. Um, then Sags the, goes down to the, there's like a staged concession area. And he grabs yeah. two handfuls of plunder yeah that's <laughs>
0: dusty calls all the foreign objects plunder yeah that was pretty
1: uh, great me, meanwhile the other nasty uh has clearly uh um clearly recuperated from whatever he was doing with the table with the fly boy he's going to town on on the rock um
0: so let me let me rewind here for a second because i do want to ask you something okay so I, you know, flyboy rock or rock, he goes to that first table and it's he doesn't he do he does his kind of signature move through the table is like a frontward flip, right? It's like a somersault, like a diving somersault type of a type of a deal, right? That's, that's that's kind of his signature through the table. And when that happened, I thought about it. Would you prefer, do you prefer cause what they kind of changed and shifted to was having the cruiserweight open, right? Cruiserweights open the card. It's a it's a beautiful thing it's a great wrestling match it's exciting it's fast paced it gets everybody up cruiserweights open the card but here they're having the, the nasties and the enemy go at it to open the card do you prefer the cruiserweights to open the card because this was just this was just straight shit violent match right it was not it wasn't it wasn't a great match it wasn't one that you're going to write home about but a lot of the time with the cruiserweights even if they're not even if it's not the best cruiserweight match even if it's not eddie and ray it's almost always a pretty damn fine worked match. Do you prefer like this uh, hard hitting, you know, chaotic opening match to a cruiserweight match?
1: I mean, the nasty enemy is a pretty, pretty, they usually bring some entertainment. It's hit or miss, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, the cruiserweights are going to put on a better, better match, but you're not going to see, you know, plunder and, Going through tables and chairs and these, these superhumans impervious to every shot, right? You're not going to see that in a cruiserweight match.
0: No, no. I mean, no. Uh, I you're right. You're right. It's it's different. I think I prefer the straight wrestling cruiserweight match, though. I think I do. I think I've reached that point in my life. Open the show, anyways. I, it was just a thought. It's just a thought. Uh, the next thing I do want to mention when they go out into that like merch area. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that shit, man? You got the macho foam hat. I never had one of those. Those are awesome. The the old Hulkster, like almost tie dye, like sunburst Hulk Hulkster WCW shirt, also awesome. They had a sweet four horsemen shirt. There's a there's a lot of stuff there, and it looks like they just removed that merch area, but those shirts were still hanging from the wall. Got to be honest, 1996, I might have scored me one of those. Might uh, might have scored me one.
1: Some quality merch. I I I too would like one of those macho hats. I would cherish it. Yeah. Uh, I got to believe somebody out there has one.
0: Yeah, they absolutely. Deal. So take me, take me, take me to the finish of the son of a bitch. Cause that's, I mean, I got horny for the merch and the the flyboy spot, but that was uh, that was all I really, really got up for in this one.
1: Well, as the match carries on, this is not a long affair, but there's tons and tons of foreign objects, you know, chairs, trash cans, and nobody's selling anything. We got Sags dropping the table onto Rock, who doesn't sell the bump at all. And we get some more plunder. Heenan's really enjoying it. Uh, cut to the end. We got the fly boy goes through yet another table. And he does he does this big flying man off the like the stands area. Yep. And he misses knobs, moves. Nasty hit the the, <laughs> and the nasty hits him with the broken table just for good measure.
0: Yeah, Knobbs picks up that half piece of table and does like he does like a kind of like an elbow drop onto him when when, when Flyboy Rocco rocks laying down. They they get the pin. Rocco went through three tables, man. Old Flyboy, three tables that match.
1: Godfather of the table, this guy. Yes, he kind of is. He is. Um, it was
0: It was fine. It was kind of suckville to be honest with you
1: I, I would have taken a nice cruiserweight contest yeah um
0: and they're like there was such weird spots too where like they were like it's almost like they couldn't decide who's gonna hit who with what And like no 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 no, i'm gonna hit you with this no i'm gonna hit you with this no i'm gonna hit you with nobody's selling like at one point i remember brian knobs like ran with something in his hands and like jumped and went to hit him and then he fell on his ass It just, it was not, there was a lot of, there was a lot of ugliness. There was a lot of ugliness in this match.
1: Very sloppy. Very sloppy affair. You got the public, public enemy and the nasty boys. I mean, you get, do what you get.
0: Yeah. Who would you be cheering for during that match? Oh boy.
1: Probably the plunder.
0: Okay. That's good. You, you, You took a side road there. I didn't expect you to take the side road
1: i mean i i I kind of like the public enemy they're a fun team, but they, they they are kind of the nasties they're kind of the same uh that's what oh I, was,
0: that's what I was saying before they're like a newer version of of the nasties yeah
1: i mean, I'd probably go with the nasties in the haircut department
0: they kind of have the same haircuts
1: <laughs> shape
0: sides long tops, yeah. But the nasty, I suppose, kind of more of a, more of like a mullet mohawk type. of Yeah, situation.
1: a little more pronounced and obscene, I guess. Yeah. But there was one wrestling hold in this match that I made note of.
0: No, you didn't.
1: It was a nasty-looking pile driver. Do you remember oh, this?
0: Oh yeah, under the under the trash can. Under
1: the trash can, yeah. So Sagsy gets uh, Grunge up in this. He, he could have broke his neck. There's no no shits given about how anybody's taking this this pile driver, but. Sure enough, uh, from what I recall, grunge just popped right back up like nothing happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, we start off with the shit show. You know, it's it's kind of fun, though. Something different. Okay. Um, he gets sent back to me and Gene in the back. He's plugging the hell out of the hotline. one
0: 900 909
1: Call right now. And kids, get your parents' permission. <laughs> So he talks about the rumor that two WWF champions are coming into town. Brings in Conan all geared up in his gold, red, and green get up. Gives a shout out to all the Latinos and proceeds to translate his interview into Espanol. I thought that was pretty cool. You like that? I did. Okay. I'm a big fan. I remember he did that bullshit. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, probably just because I don't speak Spanish. I didn't speak Spanish at the time. I do now. Right,
0: right. Ooh, I speak Spanish and English.
1: Yeah, I'm just like Conan, man. He's both the United States and Mexican champion at this time.
0: You're not the United States and the Mexican champion. You're not just like Conan. I could be. No, you could never be. No, I liked it. I liked him. Trans- I liked him doing the the whole thing. So I think sometimes things get lost in translation. So he translated it for us for everybody. Everybody knows what he's talking about.
1: He did do that. Then Gene sends it back to Dave Penzer for the next match. We get Johnny B bad and TDP <laughs> for the television title, the diamond doll, and the six point six million dollars. Shaking your head here.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like Kim, man. I don't like her. I wanna like I'm trying to like her. I'm trying to like her but it's hard to like her. It's very hard. I don't I don't get it. Am I missing something? Is there something likable about her because I don't I don't see it. Her I don't, I don't like her dancing. At one point she does like a jump off the off the apron onto the floor. Uh the, the towards the end of Johnny B. Badd's entrance music. It's just bad. Like I what am I missing? Because it doesn't seem like the fans are into her. Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad seemed to be getting more reaction when he was on his own, not with Kim. And then Kim comes out and it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't like her. He's t- she's taking a little shine off of Johnny B. Bad, which is a bad deal for him. Like he's he's good on his own. And then you say, hey, you, you go out there and do this weird like clapping dance shit. And then make sure you jump off the apron with your weird jumping t- t- split thing that you do. Sucked. What am I missing? Do you like her?
1: Well, she's the diamond doll. She belongs with, with Mister Page. I mean, but she was also the booty babe. She had the booty babe yet? Not yet. I, I'm sure we'll get some of that action here yeah. as Kim continues to show up and shows this season. You know, um, it would. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> good looking gal. She comes out, just flips.
0: It would have really worked for me if when she did that jumping thing off the apron, if she would have tripped or something, <laughs> that, would have, that would have made it for me. I would have been into that. If something would have went horribly wrong, it would have been funny to me. Like if she went to jump off the apron and she slipped or if like she went to go do this giant like jumping weird midair split thing. And then she landed on one leg and then fell over and i to get the empty. Well, I don't want, I mean, that would hindsight, right. It would have been funny. <laughs> like real time probably would have been tragic, but hindsight would have been hilarious.
1: I agree. I would have laughed.
0: I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of notes on this match.
1: I didn't. All right, I hey, would... You're in luck. I got, I got some notes here. So b bad comes out. He's got his gun tube. Hell he's yeah. Shoot, shooting out with some confetti. Yeah, the confetti cannon. The Dream comments that he's bought his, brought his plunder as well. Okay. Dream just can't get enough of that plunder.
0: Plunder's important.
1: Uh, Bobby the Brain talks about the charities that DDP donates to, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. He talks about donating to some endangered owl. Uh, just pulling, pulling shit out of his ass. Um I think that this is bad's last big show in the WCW. Fairly certain about that.
0: Is it really? He didn't uh, he didn't work uncensored.
1: I don't I think we get the booty man at Uncensored.
0: That's right. We do get the booty man.
1: So this match you get a giant check out. written out for cash. I mean, <laughs> 6.6 mil. That's a pretty huge purse for a professional wrestling match. Well, it's because she
0: wanted a bingo, remember?
1: Nevertheless. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if any bank's going to make a 6.6 out <laughs> to cash. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of banks out there going, Oh yeah, we'll cash that for you. No problem.
1: So page comes out. He's looking sharp. He's got the roses. Looks like he might've showered this time. He was looking pretty, uh, looking pretty out of shape. The last time we seen him well, down and out after initially losing that 6.6. Yeah. But appears he's ready to win back, uh, Went back the money and his and his lady, so we essentially have a money versus wife title match. Uh, wife, money versus wife. I don't well, think she was his wife
0: in storyline,
1: was he? Is he? Are they are they married in storyline or not?
0: I don't think they're married in storyline. They're I mean real life at this point, I believe that they are married, but not in storyline.
1: Okay, well you know money for wife and nothing for, chicks for, for free. lady and title. Yeah. So Tony uh, talks about how how big of a scumbag the DDP is. So. And yeah, they, they, this match is too long. I'll just cover a couple of the couple of the high spots.
0: Well, the first high spot for me was when when Dusty said, "It behoove you." <laughs> <I love laughs> <laughs> laughed real <laughs> and then Shivani even responded by saying the same thing he's like <laughs> "Bahuvia," <laughs> great, <That'd> great. <laughs> that was the only note I took to be honest was the that behoovia. Was it, huh? yeah bahuvia and the uh 10 she wouldn't give him a 10 you give to DDP asked for a 10 you give that son of a bitch a 10 there's no there's no oh I'm gonna give you a zero right you give him a 10
1: that's uh, essentially Kim's role here: is not giving tens to DDP. Yeah, he really thrives off of those tens, apparently. Yeah. So, DDP, it's a devastating, gut wrench, gut buster type of maneuver. Ask for the ten count, doesn't get, or ten card doesn't get it. it. Does the same move later on, once again, doesn't get it. He's all bent out of shape in regards to getting that 10 from Kim. He s- spends a lot of time showboating and just being not satisfied with that zero that Kim's giving him instead of the 10. <laughs>
0: well, you shouldn't be satisfied with the zero. Got to get the 10.
1: So, be bad. He hooks up a couple of times, and there's a lot of back and forth. Kind of a cool spot when DDP goes for four pin attempts in a row. There's nothing in between. He just goes for four. He gets four twos right in a row. It doesn't look like nothing. So that's an eight. That is an eight. It's enough for a couple of victories. Yeah. So yeah. he gets sent over to the Spanish announce team who are accompanied by a topless Conan. Um, <laughs> he just had a shirt on for the promo. I don't know <laughs> what the occasion was for that. It was warm, man. So bad hits a double axe from the top, and that gets a 10 from Kim, uh, followed by a big elbow. And bad hits his patented sunset flip from the top for a two, followed by a powerbomb pin combo. And at this point, the match should have been over one way or another. Yeah. Um, DDP hits another one of those tilt the world gut wrench. Thingamajigs for a two. A thingamajig. <laughs> I might take that out. she's talking about the rules and regulations. We get a Cobra Clutch from Paige which never really seen him execute that before. And they're they're really giving the referee Jimmy Jett a whole whole lot of shit in this match. Oh. The commentators.
0: Well, he's got kind of a fast count.
1: Yeah, they're talking about well, fast count and in- inconsistent. Yeah. I mean those are both uh I think
0: maybe he was just finding his rhythm right sometimes you get down the account too and maybe like oh that was all so quick maybe slow it down a little bit
1: right right
0: and it's like oh too slow speed it up a little bit he just couldn't find you couldn't find that rhythm
1: all right mercifully I'll take us to the end of the match here Johnny be bad it's tombstone for the victory and then give us money to Kimberly yeah six point six million and then I got this is really stupid shit.
0: okay well it is it is what do you think of your
1: man be bad? Given six point six to Kim,
0: I have my reservations about that. Now, realistically, like let's think about it. She won the six point six playing bingo, right?
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Diamond claimed it was uh, his, you know, is his money, not hers. They put it on the line in the match. Bad wins the match. And just gives the 6.6, which was Kim's. She won it back to her. So he was doing the noble thing.
1: Don't you take at least one or two? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do with it?
0: I say you made a wrong decision by by accompanying me, Kim. I'm going to enjoy my 6.6 million. Why don't you go back and... Hang on, you better give DDP at least a, an eight or a seven here because you're going to have to fix that situation. <laughs> I'm out.
1: <laughs> that I think that would have been good for B Bad's character. Maybe he could have gotten some more mileage, to WCW.
0: No, he was good. Gu- gu- you were right. He. I think this is his last actual big time card.
1: They ever tried WCW. To, they ever tried to go heel with B Bad? WCW? Yeah.
0: Nah, I don't believe
1: so. Not to, Not that I can remember at all. Keeping the 6.6, that's a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah, but if he was leaving anyways, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter.
1: So we got that out of the way. We get sent back to me and Gene with Harlem Heat. Stevie Ray talks about putting his foot down. Booker T's talking about busting suckers. And that leads us to Sting and Luger versus these very same Harlem Heat for the Tag Team Championships.
0: Is Booker T the best wrestler in this match? He looked like it during the, the, the course of this match. He looked like he was the best wrestler
1: in the ring. Well, Booker T is an all timer, sure. Okay. You yeah, got your stinger.
0: Yeah, he was also there. Uh, I mean, sure. We know it's not Luger because Luger threw a clothesline to, to Stevie Ray's nips. That's not good clothesline placement. And we've, we've been critical of uh, Lex Luger throughout the iteration of, of all the shows that we've ever done, I think. And uh, yeah, he threw a clothesline to the nips, which is what tells me right away. If you're clothesline and nips, you're not the best wrestler in the ring.
1: I don't think Luger was ever the best wrestler in the ring.
0: Did he ever face crush? Uh, not that we covered. Ahmed Johnson. All right. So, I mean, it's possible. Geez, a crush Luger Ahmed Johnson triangle match. What do you think of that? the opportunity?
1: Mm. I'd take a pass on that one. Okay. I don't got too much on this one. I got, you know, there's clearly problems with that friendship that Sting and Luger, Luger got going. I mean, well, we'll back up a second here. So the winner of this match will take on the LOD later on tonight, who have stormed back into the uh back into the picture.
0: Yeah, how'd they jump state patrol?
1: I don't know. American males. Maybe they took them out on Saturday night. Who knows? Worldwide, maybe, yeah. Uh, what do you what do you got here? I mean, you got you got your Booker T. He's uh, he's like yeah, Booker like Booker T.
0: Look, he looked great this match. Sting looked this thing looked pretty good. Uh, Luger uh, looked Lugery. and then you had uh, Stevie Ray, who's you know he he looks Stevie Rayish. So it wasn't it wasn't a great match by any stretch. The only thing like the only thing that I really enjoyed about this match at all was Booker T watching how good Booker T was because I think sometimes you might forget how great he he was in the ring. Guys guy was great. The finish was fun enough, I guess, for me to see the the LOD run down. And it was kind of funny too because he had uh who was it Stevie Ray had uh Booker or had Lux Luger up in like this this he had him in over his shoulder like he, he was almost gonna like drop him down on a dominator type maneuver. And the LOD comes down, hits Stevie Ray in the gut. Stevie Ray gingerly gingerly sets Luger down, and then Luger kind of rolls through over, and does a bridge, and and that's the one, two, three. So, it was. So we've had two tag team matches so far in this card, and both of them have been a disgrace to tag team wrestling. I mean, we're the fucking blue bloods, right?
1: That's a bit harsh, but I mean, you're not wrong. Harlem Heat, they were they, you know, they put on some good tag team wrestling, but
0: Harlem Heat's great.
1: This is a rare, uh, a rare dirty finish by a couple of face teams. That was unusual.
0: Were they? Were they both face teams?
1: I believe so. I mean, you got you got Luger, who's uh, I mean, you know, the LODs, LODs, pretty much always fan favorites.
0: Yep. Uh, Luger and Sting. Luger was yeah, he was kind of the heel. I just remember. I remember Harlem Heat working a lot of heel. work. Well, they're not faces yet.
1: They're no, not, I'm, ta- I'm talking about uh, the the Road Warriors getting involved.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because I understand of the heels. Yeah,
1: which is rare.
0: Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I thought you're going uh, Luger and Sting were heels. Harlem Heat were heels, and then LOD comes down. So it was a little miscommunication there, but
1: all right. So the winners are still tag team champions. The Good friends, uh, Sting and Luger. What do you got? A beaver in the room there? <laughs> Maybe. I
0: keep on hearing like this pounding. <laughs> like a beaver tail or something <laughs> running
1: around. Just picked up a pet pet beaver.
0: <laughs> looks like you're it just looks like you're in your, you know, your apartment there, but all of a sudden it sounds like there's wildlife.
1: His name's Chuck.
0: You got Chuck the Beaver, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: Chuck the Chuck and Beaver.
1: Next up, we got Conan and the one man gang for the US title. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Now we can get excited about something, can't
1: we? I just saw you light up over there. What do you what do you got here?
0: Oh, okay. Conan, right? We we've already we've covered he is pretty damn good.
1: He had the he's move had, of the year last week.
0: He's got he had the move of the year. He's really just fantastic, really looking looking great. And you think that Conan against one man gang is good. It might be a little bit of a shit show, right? Conan works a certain style. One man gang works a certain style. It couldn't possibly work out, right? Couldn't ever work out. And you know what happened?
1: Uh.
0: It fucking worked out in my mind. It's like when you take, when you take peanut butter, right? And everybody has been eating peanut butter sandwiches for their entire life. And all they know is peanut butter sandwiches. And then somebody goes, well, I like jelly sandwiches. They're so good. I'm just going to keep eating my jelly sandwich. I'm mean, like, but what if what if we put them together? And like, like, oh, we're never going to put peanut butter and jelly together. You damn fool. <laughs> peanut butter goes with peanut butter and jelly goes with jelly. And they're like, well, why don't we just try it? And they tried it and it was amazing. It was peanut butter and jelly. That's how I felt watching this match. Conan and One Man King, they should have feuded for years. This was great.
1: You really enjoyed this one.
0: I really enjoyed this one, man.
1: What do you think think of the gang's screaming and yelling? He's a very loud guy in the ring.
0: I'm okay with it. I guess I'm kind of indifferent. Okay.
1: I mean, I don't have too much praise for this match, really. Uh, certainly not the level that you got. I got, you know, gang misses a bad looking splash spot. Conan hits a somersault. Autumn gets the victory retains the title,
0: man, that you, you son of a bitch. You don't take, a, you do you hate peanut butter and jelly sandwich?
1: A, give me what was your highlight spot for the gang? In this? One man
0: gang took a hurricane. Rana, you
1: slut. <laughs> Did he take it gracefully? Like a champ? you damn
0: right he did. He took it like a champ. He took it like hoovy juice.
1: Okay, I might need to rewatch this one. You,
0: you're, yeah, you should rewatch it. <laughs> and then Conan, so one spot that actually was pretty bad but was fucking hilarious. Conan looks like he goes up for like a, you know how Owen Hart used to do that? Like he took like that back bump drop kick that he did. You know, he jumped up both legs out and then Owen Hart would land on his back. Oh, yeah. 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 So Conan looked to be throwing that, but he completely misses it. And one man gang just steps aside and it looks like Conan just slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> it was, it was, or it was like, he was one of the, the wet bandits <coughs> in the home alone and just slipped on the, the ice and just went straight back, back, uh, uh, back up there. It was, it was fantastic. There, there was like, I mean, Conan ultimately went to the second rope, did a cannonball splash type maneuver and got the win. But This was sexy, man. This was sexy.
1: Sexiest match so far? Yes. Easily
0: the sexiest match so far.
1: Sounds like by a mile.
0: Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. It's not even close. And the the really nice thing to see, too, is that one-man gang... Conan works so well with one-man gang, right? Maybe you've seen a ton of one-man gang uh, matches, right? Between one-man gang and Akeem, between... The old Federation and WCW, we've seen a lot of one-man gang. We haven't covered a lot of one-man gang on our show, but in the duration
1: of our lives, we've
0: seen a lot of one-man gang.
1: We're familiar with the gang. Right. Same with
0: Conan. Right. But when they get together, we see a different side of one-man gang. We see a different side of Conan, the kind of side that works. Is this is this your match of the year so far here. Oh man, slap me until it pops up out at you. Yeah, it probably is my match of the year so far. <laughs> this was great, man. I was I was a big time fan. I was a big time fan of this match.
1: What do you think of Conan's uh his gear? He's been wearing some real colorful gear here.
0: Yeah, it is pretty colorful. It is a little, sometimes you see him and it's still a little max moonish, I guess, to really, if I'm being honest with you, but it, it's okay. It's entrance gear, right? It's entrance gear. It's fine.
1: All right. Well, Conan retains. Next up, we get more me and Gene in the back. This time he's got the road weapons. The last note I had on that match says, Enjoyed it big time.
0: Big time. Big time. That might be the best one-man gang match of all time.
1: I, I, nobody's praising I was never going to watch this show again, but I might have to yeah. go and see if there's any merit to what you're talking about.
0: Nobody's praising this match, and it's the best goddamn one-man gang match in the history of his career. I might try and find his phone number just to say, hey, man, you got, you did it. You got it. You think the gang's still around? Gang is still around, yes.
1: Yes. We might have a moment of silence there, but
0: <laughs> no, don't you moment of silence the one man gang. Okay. That's not the guy to silence, not this time, buddy boy.
1: Okay, well, you we got me and Gene in the back. Uh, moment of silence, yeah, moment of silence.
0: So, did you know that the they were having problems with the, the toilets at this event?
1: I heard this recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Really, yeah, there was. <laughs> he makes a comments about. Uh, the, yeah,
0: that somebody's flushing the the old toilet there, and they're getting they're getting toilet juice flowing down. <laughs> on them. Man, that's a way to break a moment of silence, huh?
1: Yeah, he's Gene's still plugging the hotline while well, uh, he hopes that somebody will plug that leak. <laughs> There's a couple of uh, former WWF champions coming again. We're reminded. Still, yeah, uh, strange that he drops the WWF name. Then um, <laughs> we get the LOD out there. Hawk comes out, just guns blazing, talks about deviating septums and like separating rectums or something.
0: Separating rectums? <laughs> didn't you hear oh, boy. that? I, I didn't. I probably did. I didn't write and it didn't,
1: down though. It, I got, he tells, he, he rhymes deviating septums with something with rectums. Okay. Um. So he's on his A game, obviously.
0: Not quite the, quite the wordsmith.
1: Uh, line of the promo. Their deepest apologies to Harlem Heat. Not.
0: Oh yeah. I've wrote that down. I I heard that shit. I that shit doesn't work, man. <laughs> not does not that does that does not work for me. Even back then, when in '96 when it was kind of cool, like not. You know, like Duke, your shirt it looks great. I, I I might get one of those for my own. Where'd you get it? Not <laughs> <Like> that. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> that shit didn't that never was like I never enjoyed that. That was never a fun thing to do for me. Like you're setting somebody up, you're making them feel good and then you totally rip the the rug right from underneath them
1: and you give them a knot. Yeah, I didn't see it coming from the, from the L.O.D. I didn't LOD. want to
0: hear it. Yeah. Knots nah, is not that does not work for me.
1: You got anything else from this promo? It's kind of kind of common uh fare with Animal Yelling and Hawk. Yeah. Giving us his it's style regular, of poetry.
0: yeah. It's regular, you know, LOD bullshit. But it was, it, yeah, it wasn't good. And then they did the knot, and I was not impressed.
1: <laughs> not, not. <laughs> dicks. So speaking of some bullshit, next up we got the Taskmaster Brian Pillman in an I respect you strap match.
0: This is a pretty infamous match.
1: Yeah, I mean. So the two fight for about a minute. They never got the strap strapped on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a sloppy little melee before Pillman grabs the mic and says, I respect you, Booker, man.
0: And then heads out. And they, they were laying in with that strap. There was, there was some definite laying into that strap. And then Pillman, yeah, I respect you, Booker, man. I think that's, everybody remembers that, that line. And then he takes off. And then Arn shows up
1: yeah it was a memorable moment there because you know Sullivan used the Booker man and uh,
0: oh did well. you see P- Pillman on the way out he fingered the crowd
1: He gave him the gave him the salute huh yeah huh.
0: 1996 WCW gave okay, fingered the entire crowd
1: nice very very memorable moment uh, yeah kind of I mean it's cool the A comes out. Uh apparently he's not wishing to stand for this bullshit. He challenges the taskmaster.
0: I thought it was odd. I thought the whole thing was odd.
1: No, the whole thing was a was it was a disaster. Right. It just has that memorable moment, basically. But yeah. so he's wearing his golfing gear. <laughs> yeah, yes. Matou brawl for a while, <laughs> and then the nature boy comes out to talk some sense into the heels, telling them that they must align to focus on ending Hulkamania.
0: I end up being a little hug fest. So, Flair says he's going to kick butt.
1: So the Nature Boy is kind of opining here that this was all the Hulkster's plot to get them to be fighting, fighting each other, other and
0: against each other. Yeah. Makes
1: no sense at all. Not really. No. I mean, give it to the Nature Boy for trying to, you know, come out there and and lay on the sword for yeah. the team
0: right he did he did tell a fan in the audience that he was going to make a wife out, or uh, make a woman out <laughs> of his wife
1: yeah that was the line of the night that was that was uh he, he
0: he got me there that was that was about the only saving grace for this entire shit show i mean Arnon and Arne and kevin sullivan in a strap match i could go for that like i could watch them in just a regular strap match I, it, it might be a damn good one too but the way that this whole thing from Pillman to Arn and this golf gear to now they're, they're wrestling to Flair coming out having a hug fest saying they gotta they're gonna kick Hogan butt and it was bad. The whole thing was just strange. It was just strange.
1: The you announcers know, made sure not to repeat the Booker Man line, but yes. Um, it was some awkward television, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, next up we got Sting and Luger against the Road Warriors for the tag straps.
0: Well, right, you're gonna you're gonna you're going to jump over the Gene se- segment?
1: Uh, what, what, what's Gene doing this time?
0: Gene's with Jimmy and the Jai.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got, I got nothing on that. You
0: didn't take the Oh, man. So this is like the one that I actually took notes of, the Gene segment. Uh, so they're backstage, Jimmy and the Jai. And the Jai has his head down, which is dumb, because he's a giant. And if you put your head down, you look smaller. He's got to put his head up. He's a giant, right? Make yourself right. when you're already that big. Make yourself look that much bigger. Like that's the smart thing to do. He doesn't do that. Jai then ends up cutting a promo, and Jai's promo was a little. At one point, I think he said he was going to explode all over Hulk Hogan. So that was. <laughs>
1: Well,
0: yeah, in. yeah. So, and then that's, it got a little bit, well, like it, it very much got a little bit warrior. Like it, it kind of turned into a little bit of a warrior type program promo where you didn't know where the hell he was going with really any of it, but yeah. Interesting. It was an interesting. Promo. I was surprised that you didn't write down like the entire, I, now I wish I would have written down the entire giant promo, like word for word. So I could have re- went over it with, you we could have really dissected it and been one of those, you know, highbrow type podcasts, but it's—I guess that's not who we are. We laugh at you know, giant saying he's going to explode
1: all over whole Hogan. Oh, it's, it's funny stuff. Because that's a jizz reference. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Yeah, Sting and Luger against the Road Warriors for the tag titles, unless you got any more takes from that uh, interview.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Gene with Jimmy and Jai. Jai's head down looks silly. Jai's going to explode all over Hulk Hogan. The Jai! The Jai! Jai got a little warrior there. That's all I got. Jai got a little warrior there. (laughs) Funny. Exploding little warrior all over Hulk Hogan. Oh, Yeah. (laughs)
1: So this is the second tag team championship match of the evening. Uh, this one gets off to a slow start, shall we say.
0: Yeah, it is slow. There. So explain to me, this is a note that we're going to have to explain to me again. I. So I mean, to everybody, all the listeners out there, I suppose you should know that uh, I watched this event about four or five times and then I went on vacation. So (laughs) this is not fresh in my mind. My note says neck breaker, fuck pin.
1: Neck breaker, fuck pin.
0: Neck breaker, fuck pin. He hit him in a neck breaker and then try and
1: fuck him? hit him with a neck breaker. Okay. Probably didn't go for the pin.
0: Probably went into a pin that was in like a sexual position, maybe.
1: That's probably what you were going for, knowing you.
0: Yeah. And then I wrote Luger as a chicken doesn't work. Well, we already know that. It's dumb that he runs away from anybody. He's the total package. He shouldn't be running. Having him be a chicken shit doesn't work. Yeah, Luger
1: takes forever to get out there. Yeah, he's he's really got uh, really got a problem with the Road Warriors and their spikes, which you'll notice are back to the back to the classic red for this show. Yeah. They're wearing the blue at the Clash, which I told you was a bad call. It's not a bad call.
0: It's spicing up a little bit, changing things up, man.
1: So this thing finally gets underway. They battle the outside. Uh, this was kind of a melee.
0: Sting does. Uh, he fucking nards. Stinger to the nards of animal. That
1: was a spot. The rare sting nards plow.
0: Yeah. I, I just wrote down not enjoying this. Thanks for tossing it. I don't even remember
1: the finish, man. It was a double count out.
0: Oh, fuck. Great. Perf.
1: And I guess we still got Sting and Luger as the champions. Not a good match. So we're 0 for 3 in the tag. uh, Yeah. Yeah, we are. In the tag matches.
0: And when you think about it, too, they had Harlem Heat, great tag team. But then you look at some of the other tag teams that are on the bench right now, like the Blue Bloods,
1: American males.
0: Not necessarily them. Maybe it's just the blue bloods that I want to see. Yeah, that's probably it.
1: Two of the four horsemen.
0: Yeah, the blue bloods could have worked both matches and both matches, which would have been great. I'm positive, but
1: I'm not arguing you. Yeah. Uh,
0: Didn't that match take a while, too? Do you get the runtime on that match? The Luger and Stinger versus Lod.
1: It it took forever before it started. Yeah. Um, I could I could find the runtime quick here. It, it was over 10 minutes, but it was It was basically a melee and not like a super fun melee yeah just like uh you know this is out of control kind of melee they're not not doing right by the tag team division in this uh this show that's for sure no let's see what do we got for time on this we got 14 minutes
0: oh 14 minutes
1: 14 minutes for a double count-out. Yeah, see, it felt
0: like it was like 20, 24-minute match. It felt like a long time. It sucked.
1: Well, let's hope business picks up a little bit here. We get the Nature Boy in the back with woman.
0: Oh, well, they had boy.
1: the... Nature boy c- back.
0: Before they cut down and they cut to the back, they were dropping the cage. Did you see the cage was off-center? Did you notice that shit?
1: I did. not I noticed. I didn't. I didn't make much of a note of note about it. But yeah, it wasn't.
0: Uh... I would have liked to seen the ring crew figure that one out.
1: Well, they were figuring it out while me and Gene was in the back with the an H and uh, woman. I'm sure.
0: Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's all Rick Flair says it.
1: Woman reminds Gene that. I they, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they talk about the Taskmaster Pillman double A thing and how that was a plot of Hogan's to tear apart the Alliance <laughs> 10 Dunkamania. Yeah. Um, in the back of the. What the hell do I got here? In the back of his mind, he's talking out at the side of his mouth.
0: the back of his mind he's talking out the side of his mouth what the what the hell are you talking about
1: That must have been a must have been a quote i I don't know
0: woman woman (laughs) that's great
1: so nature boy lets all of us and especially the macho man know that he's planning on taking home liz tonight (laughs) he yells woman (laughs) three times followed by a big woo and talks of a (laughs) three-way Oh, so <laughs> there you go. Classic nature, boys. So He's good. Gonna kick your ass and take your wife. But he does <laughs> make a woman out of her. Yeah. Just no shit woman.
0: <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> I, I, you know, this is this is some good era flair right here. It really is.
1: Oh, Flair's, yeah, Flair's on fire. Yeah. it's it's good stuff we got once again the world title is not the main event yeah uh so they go to savage
0: next savage and gene right in the back so obviously savage is one of the one of the best mm-hmm. right he's he's an all-timer but uh, flare's promo versus savage's promo savages Savage is back to being Buzz Lightyear again. He says to infinity and beyond. And then he says, because
1: we are cool. Yeah. I haven't been that impressed with like Savage's promo so far this year. Right. Wouldn't you
0: uh, much re- I mean, the Frick Flair promo was fun. He was, he was, he was taking broad. I mean, he was he was there with, with woman. And then he was he was he was gonna take Miss Elizabeth. And then he was gonna have a he was going to have a hell of a time, right? He was going to have a nice time. And then you get to Randy Savage and he turns into Buzz Lightyear. Not as good. Not as good.
1: No, no. It's always good to hear Savage yell about something, but he's really kind of been phoning it in here. Yeah. Um, well, because hoaxers on the card... I mentioned the title match is not, in, not in the main event. Just seems stupid, but that's the way it was. So we get suspenseful music while the cage is being lowered. Then we get a plug for uncensored and we get a vintage commercial. What else we got? Oh shit. I'm just going to step on your touchdown call here. Why? Uh, I got some notes on what the macho had to say as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So, comes out talking about the mega powers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because because we are cool. Yeah.
1: Flair's yep. got no idea what's going on, but he does. <laughs> it's infinity beyond. Divide and conquer. The mega powers. We are cool. <laughs> that might be the quote of the year, I put. We are he says, cool. Is it is, he year. says it is what it is, which might of be course. the earliest known documentation of that quote. I think he could probably credit Savage with that.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, But, yeah, we are cool. (laughs) just just terrible, but we got Michael Buffer. I did a little bit of research. Okay. So, Buffer was getting – I guess they got a pretty sweet deal on Buffer's services. They were paying him about $5,000 for a rumble.
0: That's pretty good.
1: But for for some high high – high-level, you know, prize fights. He, he wasn't unheard of for Michael Buffer to be getting upwards of, you know, 40, 50 large for Donaldson. In
0: 1996?
1: Tyson no was getting $20 million a fight in 96.
0: Yeah, but I don't think WCW was drawing the same type of pay-per-view numbers that Tyson was.
1: That's why they're giving him the 5000 Okay, it was 5000 Yes,
0: Oh, boy. Okay. But
1: <laughs> I'm saying for his, like, uh, bigger ones, like those, paper, those uh, you know. The
0: Tyson fight. Big time fights. Yeah. Right. Did, okay. That makes, more, that makes more sense. Okay. That makes me so, feel better.
1: So we get the nature boy out first. We get Dusty talking about, uh, you got your girlfriend, Brain, and he got he got his girlfriend. They're going to meet by the old shed <laughs> 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 with, with chicken, chicken wire fence after school and get it on. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's what Flair was talking about.
1: Well, that's what does, that's how Dusty put it.
0: All right, I, mean, I trust Dusty, man.
1: Um, so a woman had recently turned on Savage. I don't know how she was aligned with Savage. Uh, I don't. Re- I have no recollection of that. Didn't she? She came out with the Mega Powers last time, right? When Kevin Green was in there. Yeah, she did. For no reason in particular. They're really plugging the mega powers. It's real unfortunate that the Hulkster just needs to be a part of this. Say this match. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Nature boy, again, he gets on the mic and <laughs> asks Liz one more time to come over and kiss a real man. <laughs> just the balls on this guy.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it is so... It is so absurdly fantastic. I just love it. how in the how in the world do you take a microphone in front of another man's wife?
1: We're talking the macho man, Randy Savage here.
0: Right. And I don't know if they were still storyline married or not at this point. I, I'm I'm guessing they 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 weren't because I think well we'll get to why I think they weren't later, but but even still, like you're talking about a man's ex-wife potential current you know uh, girlfriend or wh- whatever you know they, they have going on there they have a romantic uh, involvement. You got to be a real man to get on a mic in front of an entire crowd of people to a sort of sell out audience and go did you come kiss a real man <laughs> <laughs> And the man that he the other guy right that he's he's talking to his lady, the other guy is the world's champion, right?
1: Right? Jeez. I'm going to be a bit of a lunatic,
0: yeah, a little bit.
1: And, then,
0: and, then and Sh- he's already got woman, right? Woman. <laughs>
1: right. And then Shivani starts down a rabbit hole. I don't know if you caught this, but Shivani <laughs> says, hey, "Can you imagine Elizabeth and woman and Medusa?" And Dusty says, "We need to close this door and, <laughs> and move on with
0: this." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish they wouldn't have closed the door. I think there would have been some greatness if they would have just kicked that door down.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: The ma- so, so the match itself.
1: Match, right? right. Uh,
0: slow start.
1: We get savage with the, the the fists, and we get flair with the chops. Yeah. A classic back and forth there. Savage, classic savage going for a pin with no official.
0: <laughs> it's one of his moves, man. It's one of his moves.
1: It's doing the thing, man. Oh man, there, there's, there may be some stuff you want to cover between the knife edge chops and Ric Flair landing the take, just taking the ass spot of the year championship.
0: Yeah, there um, is.
1: Just, just so just before that, home with them.
0: Before that, okay. <laughs> Woman screaming was bad.
1: Oh yeah,
0: it was bad enough where it was taking it was it was taking pleasure away from me in this match because it was like the match was starting to pick up a little bit, and then she really started to scream, and that was bad. And I think Dusty even said like she's got to put a cork in it or something, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. It was it that was that was hard. That was hard to listen to. But then the next, the, I know the next in my notes is Ric Flair's ass.
1: A lot of nature boy ass here. Um,
0: so he's on the top rope.
1: <laughs> Give us the play by play.
0: And Mott pulls his pants down. Yep. And his full, like full on ass is completely out. And now I'm thinking I know where Shawn Michaels got it. Because he's doing this in 96, right? Early 96. Right, right. And he is not shy about having his ass out. Like, his ass is out and he's still fighting.
1: Right? It's, it's he out there.
0: He doesn't care. Maybe he wants Liz to see what, what, what she's in store for. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was too much. And then, what was it they said? Something about the, the, the bell ringing or something like that? Does he take a low blow with his pants down?
1: <laughs> I don't have a note of that, but that would be hilarious. He took a low blow with his with his pants down.
0: And then so and then what happens is he comes down, right? He, he ends up getting his pants back up, everything's good again. And they go to the other side yeah, of the no. ring. <laughs> The uh, just in case everybody missed it on that side, <laughs> they go to the other side, and they pull his pants down again.
1: So everybody, everybody in Saint Draft. Peter's,
0: everybody in Saint Petersburg, everybody in the world that was watching this, as Shivani mentioned, all got a good a good glance. It was more than a glance. It was his It was it was there. His ass was full on out.
1: I bet you're right. I bet Heartbreak Kid saw this show and. Just took that spot and ran with it. Yeah. It
0: was it was ridiculous. It was too much. It was too much ass.
1: So much ass.
0: So if you were going to compare the spots, right? Because like I said, I, I said it last, last season. I've seen Shawn Michaels' ass more than any other performer's ass in the world. Uh, professional wrestler, that is. Uh, and then you go ahead and you take this spot, this flared double ass in the cage spot. And for some reason, Flair made it work a little bit for, like, it was so absurd and his ass was out for so long and he kept on fighting with his ass out. It fucking made it work. Like, it was, it was ridiculous.
1: Again, with the grapefruits on this guy to do it twice. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then that wasn't the
1: door. I agree. It was, it was. It was uh,
0: it was wild, man.
1: It, it was wild.
0: And like usually, Michaels when he did the, the ass out spot, it, he'd put his ass away, right? <laughs> relatively, <laughs> relatively quickly. I mean, he did have the ass out elbow drop, and the end was the ladder match. But WrestleMania 14,
1: he kept it out a little longer for a special occasion. But yeah, nothing like the Nature Boy here. No, he's there to he win was, a match. He don't care if his ass is out.
0: No, he doesn't give a damn if his ass is out. It was all it was so i wouldn't i guess i wouldn't maybe label it as awesome but it was it was so absurd and so like it was great <laughs> there's no way around it man like if you want to talk about ass spots rick flair randy savage cage match super brawl six saint petersburg yeah. florida that is the ass spot that all other ass spots should be judged by.
1: I wasn't even aware of this ass spot, but this is the benchmark, really. Yes,
0: absolutely. I mean, After that, the,
1: the door the door
0: flopped open in the cage out of nowhere. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> so get your fucking cage fixed.
1: We get Liz ends up sneaking flair the shoe. I think she seen his ass. <laughs> that's, you think that's what did it? <laughs> Maybe that's what did it.
0: Liz is an ass man. <laughs> I
1: think Liz might be an ass man. Give me a, give me give me a better explanation.
0: No, you're right. Woman, woman tried. Woman tried the powder before that, right? She tried the powder and she yes. missed the powder. Yes. And then on the other side of the cage, that's when when Elizabeth was getting the shoe. One yeah, the she. Set, uh, the, ass. Hooked,
1: hooked the, the. now ass covered Ric Flair up with the shoe, and yeah. uh, did she? Did she hit? Savage with the shoe or did Flair hit Savage with the shoe?
0: Flair hit Savage with the shoe. Okay. Got the pin and they got out of there.
1: So looks like uh Liz is up for that three-way dance after all. It's she's now company and wait. Flair and uh
0: my my note does say flair hit savage with shoe and ass out. Oh, is (laughs) the ass out?
1: out. (laughs) Oh man. So, did he win the match with his ass out? <laughs> I, he might have won the match with his ass out. My God, what a legend. I,
0: there's there, there's no words. There's just no words.
1: Man, I watched this show three, four, five times. Was not a fan of it, really, as I was watching There's a few high spots, including the, you know, the ass spot we've been talking about. Yeah. I tell myself I'm never going to watch this thing again. I might... I might need.
0: <laughs> you might watch a couple matches off of it.
1: Yeah. Um, so just like that, Ric Flair is now the 13-time champion, and he's got and
0: Elizabeth and Woman, Woman.
1: <laughs> and of course, we get the Hulkster. He comes out with the chair. Uh, at this point, Double A is out there. He gets nailed pretty good. So the one-eyed Hulkster is the star of the star of the day here, helping out the fallen champion.
0: <laughs> I just think He called it the one eyed hulkster. <laughs> I guess what I'm going to start calling it. <laughs> My one eyed hulkster. <hoaxer. laughs> because it's so vascular.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woman! Woman! So the one on Hulkster, helps Savage out to the back, and we'll be uh, basically turning around to head right back out there in a few minutes to take on the jack
0: So they were chanting Hogan sucks, too. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then Gene yeah. with Hulkster, and Gene said <laughs> Hulkster was explaining how he, he don't know what the problem is. Maybe it's something about... The, 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 their their legal separation, brother.
1: (laughs) Oh boy, let's, let's back this train up a second. Yeah, man, but go ahead, put it in reverse. All right. I got, I got, uh, yeah, I thought I heard a Hogan Sucks chant. Yep. Mm -hmm. that That was, that was in there. So, a couple of things. I didn't actually count this first collection, but I made note here that Dusty says the situation probably at least a hundred times during this broadcast when referring to just about anything. Yep. Uh, we get Gene in the back with the Hulkster. If you'll recall last episode, the Hulkster managed to get 22 brothers at the clash. dudes in one, in one promo.
0: Yeah. That was at the clash,
1: right? I, that was at the clash with Kevin Green. We get a pissed off Hulkster here. Yeah. Um, but he still manages to to churn out thirteen brothers and three dudes.
0: Thirteen and three. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh,
0: not quite as good, but that's. I mean, keep that running tally, though.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Sorry to sorry to cut you off. Have at it.
0: What was I having at?
1: I just wanted to get those stats in there before. Oh, we, gotcha.
0: Um, yeah, the stats. Yeah, and that's fine. I was just uh, he makes the the mention of their separation. Maybe it's because they're a separation brother.
1: Oh right,
0: right. Well, let uh, me tell you something, dude. Dude. I don't know what's going on in Elizabeth's head. Dude. Maybe it's because of their legal separation, brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, we got we got Buffer. He's doing double duty here. Uh, he's got some dramatic entrances. That's what he gets paid for. We could be witnessing the end of Hulkamania here. I mean, this uh, buffer reminds us that, and he says this, the giant literally returned from the dead at Halloween Havoc.
0: Uh, it comes yeah. to the
1: ring with the Taskmaster and the gentleman, Jimmy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic dominator of the Dungeon of Doom. The jaw.
0: <laughs> it calls him the gentleman Jimmy Hart. The, the he is the what was it? The dynamic, the, the dynamic of dominator. Of the, <laughs> of doom. doom. That's wow. pretty good. That's pretty good. I didn't realize that that was his his storyline. Was he came back from the dead?
1: Well, he got thrown out the the damn arena at the Halloween Havoc.
0: Oh shit! That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't he wrestle a match later that night? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so he won, uh, he won the
1: that, title, and he and the Yeti did the the, the the
0: that that logic goes out the window that he died that night.
1: Oh wait, did they resurrect to. him? Is that what is that what
0: happened? I don't remember that event at all. Did he go? Did was it the monster truck on the top of the building? Yes, he died. They resurrect him before the main event. He came back and won. Yes, God, he's an immortal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, this is gonna be another situation. I'm gonna need you to make sense of my first note of this match. I just wrote down. Why would Giant walk out? Did why he? Would, did he? Did was he in the cage? And then did he leave the cage when Hulkster entered the cage? Was there? I don't fucking remember.
1: Uh. Well, I know that the Hulkster was out there just a couple minutes ago interfering in uh, or, you know, helping, helping Savage out. I don't know if the giant, I don't think the giant was out there, yeah. but if he was, that would have made sense.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's one of those weird mysterious, but, uh, how about bear hugs, man? How do you feel about bear hugs?
1: It's a classic hold. I think that's how Bruno San Martino held on to his title for 51 years. Bear hug? I think he was a bear hug man. Man. Yeah, and that's fine for for was the 60s, you know,
0: 70s maybe. But 96, we shouldn't be in a bear hug this this often,
1: this mismatch. That is kind of the go-to for Mr. Mr. Ja.
0: Yeah, it was bear hug after bear hug after bear hug. Until what happened?
1: See, we got a 10-punch? A no, after that. After the 10-punch, uh,
0: I don't know, man. Man, if you ring one of those ahs out like that again, I am I am going to fuck you. <laughs> that is, that's ridiculous. Uh, the hoaxer slam, man! He got him in
1: the slam! Oh, right. Well, he didn't... Okay, I got He goes for the slam and doesn't get it. Well, at first, he doesn't get it, yes.
0: But the part that I was excited about was when he got it.
1: Okay, so he he did get it.
0: Yeah, he got it.
1: And And then what happened? Well, Captain Insano was putting the beat down to the Hulkster. The crowd wasn't really into it. I imagine that, okay, I probably haven't gotten to the the slam here.
0: Yeah, you're probably not to the slam Uh,
1: part yet. Okay. All right, I'm catching up. We got the nice long bear hug. We get a choke slam. Hogan hulks up. Yeah. And then uh, Hogan's throwing him against the damn cage. I'm surprised he doesn't go flying through the cage. We're talking pretty big man here, just that going, like, yeah. going one time against the cage. Yep. Uh, and Then he gets the big body slam. Yeah. Your favorite.
0: Big body slam, right? Love and Hulkster slams a big guy. Follow he my three leg drops. Three leg drops. We're talking about the, the the the. Nobody kicks out of the leg drop, right? Nobody. There's probably not a move that's that has been more protected in the history of of wrestling than the leg drop. I'm guessing Hulkster's leg drop is probably the most well preserved finisher, maybe ever. And he hits him with three. And then holster decides to climb up, and then what happens? The Jai sits up like the fucking Undertaker. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you know Jai got knocked off, and holster escaped. But for that minute there, it got pretty exciting.
1: What do you What do you think of the end of this here? Um, Ruined the show for me. There wasn't too much redeeming about this show in the first place, but so you're talking about the
0: it's Sullivan pretty, comes out and
1: everybody gotta, comes out. Hogan. He fights somebody, off the, the
0: entire Dungeon of Doom. He fights them all off with a chair. I mean, it was absolutely everybody. It was God who it was probably Zodiac that came out first. He usually seems to be one of those first guys out, but uh yeah. Well, who can, 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 uh, giant left? Giant left while everybody else was running down. And you had Zodiac. You had uh, the Faces of Fear. Who the hell else was there? Zodiac, Faces of Fear. There's a couple other guys. I said there was John. eight
1: guys uh, total. Okay, jeez. Zodiac, Faces of Fear. I imagine uh, uh, Taskmaster probably right. Yep. Loch Ness. Shark. Shark. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's getting their, their slow motion chair shot. And. Well,
0: Loch Ness came down later,
1: though. The whole damn Dungeon of Doom's running away from the Hulk shirt.
0: Yeah, that was ridiculous. The guy, that sucked.
1: Just, just got his ass, you know, he, he just, just took on the jaw, man. Right. He got these. It makes the dungeon look super weak, and it it goes back to what we were talking about in the opening match. This the the absurd. Uh, oh yeah,
0: one 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 chair shot to the minger or barbarian, and they're out. Yeah, that it does that part does kind of suck. I thought him fighting off the entire dungeon of doom was was not good. You can't have so you can't have the setup for the next pay-per-view though with the mega powers versus the alliance to end hulkamania with all of the dungeon of doom coming out and just absolutely destroying Hulkster, that doesn't work out well they shouldn't have had the spot at all hogan should have won the match
1: yeah right you know he's going to po-
0: pose to close and just be fucking done but having them all the oh. entire dungeon show up and then the best was i think the best was probably when loch ness shows up and the entire dungeon of doom is holding loch ness back from getting in there and shark is holy on. shark's like no 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 and then good zodiac makes this weird ass look and he's got that unicorn fucking haircut it was yeah uh, i didn't like the end didn't care for the finish no there was a lot not to like about this card though just boy, overall
1: yeah, I was not a fan. And, you know, upon review here, um, kind of just tells you that the, when, when one of the top two highlights is a double shot of Nature Boy ass. Yes. It's not a very good pay-per-view.
0: No. No. Uh, uh, so you'll, you'll laugh at this, and I don't think that it takes anything away from the match at all. But I think the best match on the card was Conan
1: and gang. (laughs) God, you're probably right. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, Savage Flair was great. Once it, like once it started, it it uh, brought me in.
1: That was the better of the cage matches. Yes. Did we get a new champion?
0: Yeah. Outside of the two main event matches, gang and Conan was the best match on the card. No doubt about it, Stud.
1: Yeah, I mean, outside of that, uh, I mean, they made a mockery of the tag team division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We get some good, or entertaining at least, backstage stage spots with Gene. Yeah. Uh, we get B-Bad's last hurrah. Match that just went too long. Right. And then uh, street fight, but a whole lot of clubbering and the No Cells, you know the we got we got a bunch of guys on the on the pre show that I wish we would have seen on the main show. We got our Blue Bloods and our you know Colonel Parker's Stable and Big Bubber, right? Loch Ness.
0: So, yeah. well, not not, yeah. not fun there, are, but there is two matches I think that are worth going back and watching.
1: Yeah, I can I can agree with you there worst event so far.
0: Um Yeah. Yep. I knew it.
1: We go with that. Um yeah, pissed off Hulkster didn't really do much for me. It was kind of a new kind of Hulkster. Yeah. But you know, I I meant what I said on the debut episode that the Hulkster just the Hulkster being there and doing his his Hulkamania bullshit is what holds this whole company together basically as far as the story even like no matter how absurd the story is Mm -hmm. you know he's the central character of it
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: so you know that being said that first pay per view was a little odd but there was good wrestling and then the clash was. I thought the clash was a very good show, actually.
0: A lot um, of fun. The clash was a lot of fun, but this is this is definitely the worst one that we've we've seen so yeah. far. But I know the next one is not the worst one that we've seen.
1: Next up, we got the second annual uncensored fun event.
0: Uncensored is kind of cool. There's always no rules throughout the entire card. It was kind of a cool thing to do. I thought it was fun. Yeah, this has. Especially this time period, 96, to have an entire card featured with no rules. Awesome. Or at least, like, no rules stipulate, like extreme type stipulation matches. Very cool.
1: Right. You want to do a quick rundown here?
0: Oh, yeah. I got the card.
1: All right. What do we got? So, dark matches.
0: And the reason why you'll see why I'm read, reading off these dark matches. First one is Mr. JL against Dean Malenko. It was a dark match. That would have been a great fucking match.
1: Oh, Mr. JL is great.
0: Yeah, love Mr. JL. Uh, Jim Duggan versus uh, Big Bubber. Maybe not as good as Malenko, Mr. JL, but and then you got Dirty Dick versus Alex Wright. (laughs) Sign me up for that. And then kind of a running theme here, I've noticed: Uh, the nasties are also in the the the, you know the pre-show or the dark matches, and they fought the Steiners. But it was to a no contest. Do you think Nobbs is using his friendship with Hulk Hogan? <laughs> like if we're not gonna if we're not gonna win, we're just gonna be a no contest.
1: I don't know how you get a no contest and I'm censored, but yeah, neither do I. Must have been a real real shit show.
0: Uh so first match on the card, Conan versus Eddie. It's gonna be fantastic. Oh man,
1: that's gonna be. That's going to be good.
0: Second match, Belfast Bruiser versus Lord Steven Regal.
1: Also F- good
0: Finlay. Yeah, it's Steven Regal. He is a he's a wrestling god.
1: Uh Which we guys <laughs> we get we get uh Finlay pre uh pre hair and beard cut. Yeah. He's got that rock and mullet. Just looking forward to that.
0: Colonel Robert Parker versus Medusa. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but that, I'm looking forward to it now.
1: Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what to think about that one. But
0: The booty man with the booty babe against <laughs> Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page.
1: Okay. The giant,
0: the giant against Loch Ness. So Loch Ness must have done a. Oh, he must have done a face turn. I don't know what the fuck the plan is there. I don't, I don't understand why that match is happening. I guess. This, was I think a, that is, the, isn't that the match where he it was? A,
1: uh, I don't remember. Anyways, this is a that was a prediction of yours for worst match of the year. Okay,
0: so maybe I'm I'm probably right. And then we got Sting and Booker T against the Road Warriors. Sting sure and Booker do. T versus the Road Warriors in a street fight, and I have actually have the runtime on this one. This tag team street fight is twenty nine minutes long. Hmm. You believe that shit? Long time. And then, oh boy, this match. That'd be good. This match. If I mean, if you weren't horny at all on this card, I'm going to tell you what's coming next. And yeah. even though you weren't horny leading up to this, you're going you're gonna to prematurely spunk your pants here. I have Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage against Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ming, the Barbarian, Lex Luger, the Taskmaster, Z Gangster, and the Ultimate Solution with woman, Miss Elizabeth, and the Gentleman Jimmy Hart in a doomsday cage match. The Doomsday Cage Match. You looking forward to that, or?
1: I think that's your match of the year. You got well, your did I pick year that? And worst I picked that for on, match of the year on the card. I think that's what you called on the preview show.
0: Interesting. I don't remember that, but I trust you. I guess. Now I had this. I had this VHS, and I wore the shit out of it. But I don't know about probably...
1: the at Cage, man.
0: You don't know what to do. What do you mean? Don't know what to
1: do. Too many damn guys. Say
0: about like twenty damn guys. It's the alliance to end Hulkamania.
1: Well, sure. Right. They can't possibly defeat all those guys.
0: Probably not. Well, what I there was a name missing though. Shark wasn't there, so. Oh okay. Yeah, that's probably he's probably the ticket. In my opinion, he is the ticket. But well, he took the Hulkster, yeah.
1: the Hulkster to the limit as a earthquake. Yeah, so
0: uncensored is going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to uncensored.
1: Yeah, it'll be a good show. Um, pretty confident it'll be better than uh, Super Brawl Six.
0: Super Brawl Six was probably a D.
1: That was a D grade show. A couple of good, uh, good spots of action but a lot of if, junk up in there
0: yeah and we're not just talking about nature's pants being down either i think that i think that the problem yeah we've dissected enough i was just gonna say when you say like hey what was the good parts of the show like super Bowl six hey you guys cover super Bowl six what was the best part of the show and you're like oh fucking rick flair's ass was out so much
1: What a wrestling event!
0: Yeah, yeah. But Conan and One Man Gang, man, that was go watch that, go watch that, and write an essay on it.
1: All right. Well, let's put this one to bed Um, with Woman, Woman, and the J. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to uh, Series Three, Episode Three of Year of the Podcast. make a woman
0: out of your wife woman slide one in there